0: super talk mississippi media production magnolia beef and seminary has top quality beef products that are raised right here in mississippi they also have fantastic gifts for every age for the best beef in mississippi and so much more visit magnolia beef and seminary or find us on facebook reminding you why we all love living in mississippi it's the ricky matthew show on super talk 103.1 Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews show. I always love talking about the saints on Friday. This is going to be a fun year. I I predict it's going to be a fun year. It's going to be better than the frustrating years of the past. That is for sure. Derek Carr makes a big difference. Hey, listen, I got a note from a friend of mine who said, what am I, what am I playing with when I'm, he's watching the show on YouTube or Facebook. And he said, what am I playing with when I'm doing the show? And, it's just soft plastic <laughs> my my son usually uses this little station right over here to my right to to uh to change baits before we go out fishing and he laid this one on my on on this area where I do my show and I don't even realize I've got it I'm I'm just Playing with it. I don't know why I do that, you know? <laughs> anyway, that's what I have. He said he could get glim- glimpses of it every now and then when it wiggles. And uh, that's what it is. That's what it is. Speaking of fishing and soft plastics, I'm excited to have my friend Sonny Schindler from Sure Thing Charters joining me today. How you doing, Sonny?
1: Good, man. We've got a little windy day, so I figured I'd, I'd give you a call, I'll see how you've been.
0: Yeah, so Sonny and I, so this is a Friday show, but Sonny and I are doing this show earlier in the week because. As the uh, tropical system passes to our south, offshore, it's, it's not good at all. But even in the Mississippi sand, we're talking about 20-night winds with gusts to 30-nights. Uh, pretty much don't go out on a day like today, right, Sonny?
1: Yeah, you, What what is it? You'd rather be here wishing you were there than there wishing you were here kind of, Ooh, kind
0: of stuff? Boy, that – hey hey hey, for people who – Think about what Sonny just said. That's a powerful statement. Uh, you'd, you'd rather be here wishing you were there instead of there wishing you were here. Yeah. Woo, buddy. Do I know that? Do I know how powerful that statement is? You know it well too, don't you?
1: Oh, yeah. And uh, I've had enough of those there wishing I was here moments that. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't test Mother Nature. You only get so many gimmies, and and you know I, I've got plenty of work to keep me busy and catch up on. So and you know get check in with 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 y'all and see how see how everything's going. So it's it's not so, a loss,
0: Sonny. It's been a good year though. I mean we've been lucky from a tropical system point of view. Right now we have this. You know the ring of fire, this heat dome sitting over coast of Mississippi by uh, by this weekend and next week, which chances of rain and start to come back again, which tells me the dome might be easing up some. But uh, the good news is that it blocks tropical systems. The Bad news is we bake. And in oh. the case of what's happening right now with a tropical system going to our North America, again, we're pre-recording this for Friday um the pressure gradient between the high and that surface low that's developing out there can really create some dynamic offshore patterns and you you really, really have to avoid it for sure but but we've been lucky for the most part haven't we we've had you've had a really good season
1: we have and look i i'm not going to sugarcoat it the trout fishing has gotten gotten a, a good bit slow in this uh in this heat but you know we 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 leave early do whatever we can in that first hour or two of daylight and after that it's big fish uh triple tail or go in i mean it's it's all you can do sitting sitting out there and and look the big fish is a blessing and a curse because as soon as these people hook into them they got to fight those things in 90 to you know 100 plus degree weather so (laughs) it's uh you you are not cranking in on bull reds and sharks all day. It, it it'll crush anybody.
0: Woo! So I mean, again, you and you're you're preaching hydration. Listen, I bring a, a battery operated fan, a really nice Waubee, uh, I think is the way you say it, uh, commercial fan that I put up on on my um, counter or excuse me, my my um, whatever you call it on my center console. And, yes. Yeah, my dashboard, Lord, Of course, I couldn't. I couldn't get that in my head for some reason. I don't. I'm not sure why. But anyway, and uh, you know, we've, we'll put uh, rags and and uh, buckets with ice and water, and people can get them anytime they want to, and lots of Gatorade and lots of water. But I, I, th- I mean, if you tend to those things, you got a good chance of, of, of making it through. But if you don't tend to it, you're gonna be in trouble.
1: Oh yeah, no, and and look. You know, if, if the fishing's not good, uh, we, we we're moving a lot. One for trying to find a bite, and two, people start getting hot and, and and sweaty. We just crank up the boat and make that make that Yamaha breeze and and keep moving, man. And uh, you just—it's all you can do. It, it's going to cool down. Fall's coming, but you got hey, you, you know got power what, you through know this. What?
0: My son has uh, my son Jordan has done. Uh, a pretty good amount of um of uh triple tail uh, fishing this year. And the bite's been really good, but the thing that he's encountered the most of is too many people have also discovered it. So he was off of Pascagoula a couple of weeks ago and he said there probably been twenty or thirty boats oh, running, yeah. You know, running the, the you know you. the the crab pots or whatever.
1: You want and, a good a good triple tail story? Yeah. So I spent all week at the island house, this crew from Tennessee, Kentucky, uh, lumber people. So I'm running in to pick them up. We go out early first thing to set up the groceries and clean the house. Well, I'm running in from the island to Long Beach Harbor to pick them up. One buoy. I see one buoy all by itself in the middle of nowhere. I'm on the phone with my wife just checking in, you know, trying to hide from the wind. See <laughs> One buoy, go by it. It was a good one, man. Like, I don't know, 22 inch fish.
0: Isn't that awesome when you pass one? And sit, was this just turned sideways laying Turn there? Turn
1: sideways. I, look, I got off the phone. So I called the guys back at the house. We left a few guys to set up and cook. And I said, look, there's a big one here. We're going to catch it and eat it, or do we wait and give it to the customers? And they all said, look, man, wait, wait for the customers, wait for the customers. It, you know, nobody's going to be out here. Guess what happens? So we go in, pick up the customers. I throw them in the boat. Come on, come on! I got a present for y'all. I mean, in the middle of nowhere, one lone buoy. It wasn't on a chain or anything. We come back, and there's one boat with one person on it, sitting on that buoy. And I don't know if he got it or not. <laughs> you know, bird, bird in the hand, brother. Shame on me. That was you that got was you.
0: You can never go. You can never because they don't just always stay there. They're going to run deep, and maybe they'll decide to go somewhere else. There. I mean fishing, man. There ain't nothing automatic about fishing. You know that.
1: Uh, I, it won't happen again. I can tell you that. Oh
0: man, <laughs> you got that fish there and you're in the boat by yourself. You got to you got to put a bait on it, man. You got to put a bait on it. You know how that is. Wow. Holy so, uh, Kyle's God. got it some photos. Good. Let's let's grab a couple of photos and we'll we'll um, explain to our radio listeners what we're looking at. But um, we we got three. First of all, actually, the first one is really interesting because you've got three guys in the picture, and one of them is sort of world-renowned, Preston Pittman. He's a he makes uh, turkey calls and he's a master turkey hunter. Um, people in the turkey industry know Preston Pittman and his calls really well. But he's he's actually holding a triple tail. Tell us about yeah. that.
1: And I believe that is his first. Um, I wasn't on this trip. This this was a bunch of our other guys: Captain Keith and Darren and Kenny, uh, and I think Captain Ray. They they've been on his group. Uh, you know, you kind of stay with the same guys. But I, I want to say this is maybe his third trip out to the island. Uh, he, he's such. A character, but you know, good good guy. He always brings everybody uh, like a handmade call. Our 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 the young man that helps us all summer, Cade Hurst, uh, who's a phenomenal turkey hunter himself. He those two, you know, Cade's wrapping up college, and uh, Mr. Preston is a few years out of college, wouldn't you say? Yeah,
0: yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> for sure.
1: But they get together and man, they, they, throughout the year, they call and text each other and, 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 uh, talk fishing, talk turkey hunting. And he's, he's just, he's just a good human being, man. Just How everybody wonder, likes I practice.
0: wonder if turkeys would survive on Cat Allen.
1: I don't know, man. Those raccoons are pretty ruthless. Uh, and I know that's a bad... Major trap.
0: deal. Major problem, for sure.
1: It'd be cool, though. That, that would be pretty neat.
0: Wouldn't that be neat to be able to do some turkey hunting on Cat Island? I bet there's some stories about possible turkey hunting at some point. There's been some exotic animals there at some points along sure. the way. Oh, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so Preston, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool that he he got a, a triple tail. He must have been excited about that.
1: It, it, it doesn't take much to excite him. He's, he's a very... Uh, Happy go lucky fellow.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hey, Kyle, you got another got another picture? Let's just throw another one up there, and, uh, and see what we have got as we continue to visit with my friend Sonny Schindler. Here is a actually this is a a, a cool story. We talked a little bit about it before the before the show started, but this is a guy who is a fly fisherman who is a regular customer, and in this particular case, he's holding about a forty fifty yeah probably about forty pound uh, lemon fish. That he caught behind a shrimp boat. So talk talk about that one. So
1: that that's on Captain Alex's uh, yellowfin, and that's his buddy JD. And I, hopefully I'm saying this right, McKin- McKinley. Uh, he's been with Alex for years, and they just whatever whatever's. Big and mean and dumb is what they go after, whether it's Cobia or Jack Ravel or Snapper, Drum, and that, that dude, J.D., uh, you, the pictures don't lie. He's constantly bringing
0: so, it hey, we we'll, up. Uh, so, we're coming to the end of the segment with Captain Sonny Schindler from Short sure Thing Charters, but when we get on the other side, we'll continue. we got a, another picture to show, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about what they do and why they're so good at it. We'll see you after this break. Oh, mm-hmm.
1: Now, back to more of the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi.
0: Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show. I have my friend Captain Sonny Schindler from Short sure Thing Charters, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about what what makes this uh, this group of captains unique. Uh, but before we do, let's go back to the conversation we're having before we went to break, and that is that here you here hear, you got a lot of regular customers. In this case, you got a regular customer who loves to fly fish and wants a big pull. So it could be a shark, it could be a jack Carvel. in and the particular case that. Uh, the photo we looked at a second ago—it's a nice lemon fish behind a shrimp boat. But you know, that's one of the things that—that's why I call Mississippi the capital of the outdoors. When you add it all up, especially what we have the opportunity to do here in coastal Mississippi, it's unique in America. And uh, you know, we do have the cho- choices of battle plans when you go offshore, don't you? There's so many different things you can do.
1: Oh Lord, yeah, no, and you know, I, I catch catch hack all the time. My, my Avenger has like 12 I have a 26 Avenger Center console, and I've mounted and already have a total of 12 rod, you know, rod holders, which, you know, for an offshore boat, that's, that's chump change, but for a bay mm-hmm. boat, 12 rods, it is a lot. I'll be honest with you. I wish I had ten more because I, yeah. I want to rig, you know, rig for triple tail and cobia and and redfish and trout. And I've got a different little tweak of each of each one that I want tied and, and rigged properly, so I don't have to rush and, and re rig. Which one of those pictures? There's a re rigging, you know, madhouse story. I, I'll I'll, I'll uh, retell it for you. But I'll, look, I like loading for bear. I like I like having all that stuff on the boat.
0: Yeah, yeah, I have, um, let's see, 11, 18, 19, I have 20 rod holders on my boat, and it's not <laughs> near enough. Right. It's not, it's not near enough. Gosh, you know, one thing about that yellow fin, that it's got a lot of rod holders on it. Oh,
1: yeah. No, no, no. And, and you know, he's, and JD, the guy catching the, the Cobia, he brings all fly stuff. So they've got all the conventional and then a bunch of fly stuff. So they're, they're loading for bear and uh, moose or however, however you'd say that.
0: So tell us, how, how does that, when someone calls and they want it, because, you, you, know, you, you know, you're mostly Cat Island, backwaters, you have the ability to trailer your boat so you can go wherever the fish are, et cetera. But on the, on the situation with the offshore boat, um, how, how does that work with people from a financial point of view?
1: like how much it costs yeah yeah but it's i mean it, it's bigger boat bigger run bigger day um bigger everything bigger rods and reels so it does it does cost more um alex is meticulous uh, captain alex mackinville who, who owns and operates it he's meticulous with that with his permitted with his permits insurance the boat itself the tackle I love it because Alex insists on handling every aspect of the offshore trip. So the second somebody mentions offshore, snapper, whatever, I just say hold on, and I pass them along to him. So I don't fumble anything uh, with that trip. But I know he's going to take excellent care of them and handle everything of that that goes into that trip from start to finish. So um, it's 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 fantastic for me. And occasionally I get to go on it, you know, remember during December, I got to go on that snapper
0: trip for the second season. So usually like a set fee plus gas or how does it, how does that work?
1: Yeah, it depends on what, he's got a couple of variations. So he's got like a near shore wreck trip. That's kind of inside chandelier. Well, he'll go fish like those 20 foot wrecks. And then he's got all these varying price and time and, and, uh, of course they're all weather dependent. Then he's got one where he goes and fishes the shallow field for the snapper. He's really really good at that stuff. And then if the weather is good and the crews up for it, he's he'll even run out and, you know, mess with the tuna. But usually he's prepped them to be ready for plan B, C, D, E, or F, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz it's it's a long run and and Alex used to guide offshore, so he he back to that here there conversation. He's been in those. So he's he's not he doesn't press the weather issue ever, ever, ever.
0: Yeah. So how many boats do you guys have in your in your fleet now?
1: Well, with the offshore boat, 11 uh, yeah. 10, Ten inshore and one one offshore.
0: And when you look at business for the year, fishing has been good. But how's business been?
1: Um, I, I mean, we try we try to set set. The record every year and I, th- I think we've done that some years are tougher uh to set it you know the years with heavy tropical storms or spillway openings you've really got to make up for for lost days but it uh every year i think we've set set a new record for bookings now the town helps a lot with that too with with uh our, our you know i don't know if you've been to downtown bay st louis lately but it is i ro- have
0: yeah, yeah had Dinner yeah. there recently, actually. Hey, so uh, Cal, you got one more photo. Let's grab that last photo and show it. Just got uh, here, it's got a good story behind it. But Cal's gonna put up a photo oh, of yes. guys with two really nice bull reds. So
1: that's uh, that's Cat
0: Island. So we did
1: that and two more in the last five minutes of the trip. We've wow. been looking for them all afternoon, found a school. I actually hooked two fish while we were taking that picture. We'd set out two baits, and there's two two doubled-over rods in the background of that
0: picture. I've done that several times. That's so much fun, though, man. And it's, what a great way to make memories. We're out of time the Sunday. Thanks for joining us, my friend.
1: Yeah, man. See you next windy day.
0: Yeah, you bet. It's been a pleasure. This has been Captain Sonny Schindler. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you Monday.